Hello and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello folks and welcome to the Sales Chat Show, saleschatshow.com, driving your sales forwards. Phil Graham and I normally get together in the studio, but obviously with the current COVID-19 situation, we can't do that. But we are connecting remotely to record a series of episodes for you, which we, we hope might be useful to you in these challenging times. Um, the episode that we're doing right now is is called Preparing to Sell in the New Reality, whatever that might be. Now, we are not psychics, we are not futurists, we are not we are not necessarily forecasters of the future, but like everyone else, we're trying to anticipate what might be coming over the hill as we move through this through this situation. So yeah, we, we're not we're not psychics, we don't know what the future's gonna be, but Phil, you you've got some thoughts on what we what we or a frame of reference we could be considering? Uh, yes, it, it is um, a, a frame of reference, but with a sales director hat on or a chief executive hat on, first of all. Um, I think what I'd be doing as a sales director um, is making sure that I'm not taking all of the pain personally, i.e. on my own. I think this is the time to engage people within the business and put together a team that looks at, in your language, what's likely to come over the hill, how probable it is, and what impact, i.e. damage, it would have on the business. And if you think about a matrix with four squares on it, what you're particularly interested in is high probability events that would have a high impact on the business. So that's all about intelligence gathering and making sure that the business is engaged in that process. The second thing I would do is resist the attempt um, uh, by my colleagues to say, um, well, thank goodness we're now back to normal uh, because I don't think there is a normal anymore. I think we've got a new normal and that may well involve, for example, increased homeworking because people are used to it and they will say, well, if you want me to come into the office, you clearly don't trust me then. Um, I think there will be an increased use of visual media like Zoom and what have you. But I think the other thing from a sales director point of view that I would do is I would rip up the organization chart and basically say, uh, I'm not going to put you into teams and divisions because if I put you into divisions, you'll just reward me with divided behavior. Uh, the new organization chart is a circle, and inside that is the number of employees. We've all got to work together. We've all got to be very flexible. We've all got to be prepared to move out of our current jobs and help a colleague at very short notice. And I think the other thing that I would say, which is a, a model we have talked about before, it's the opera model objective, plan, execute, review, and amend. Ten years ago, the emphasis was on the O and the P, having a very clear objective and a very clear plan, and probably that remained 
intact for three months, six months at a time. Yeah. Uh, the new normal is not going to be like that. I think the new normal is about the R and the A. It's about the speed at which organizations and individuals can react and amend, i.e. amend the objective, amend the plan, amend the way that we're working together. So those those would be some of my sales director uh, thinking and actions that I would uh, want to have a look at. So we're trying to trying to make some assumptions and being very careful about making making assumptions too too firmly, but looking at some potential scenarios that might occur and considering how we respond to those. I, I would absolutely underline engaging your people, getting getting the bright people in your team in your organization get them together i think you know we we need a diversity of opinion and of views and of thoughts and of perspective that although that might be a little difficult to navigate sometimes i think will lead to a much better outcome than one one person having to call yeah. the shots and, and also will have massive impact on motivation and morale engaging people yeah. in that way just on that point, and sorry to interrupt there, Simon, but going back to 2008 stroke nine, uh, one of my clients at that time put together uh, what they called a rapid response team from within the business. And another client of mine put together what they called a tiger team, mm. uh, basically doing the same thing a group of people from across the business who had the additional job of creating this very, very rapid response to whatever was going to pop up. Yeah, interesting. Graham, thoughts thoughts from you on, on what this new reality might look like and what we might need to do to, to prepare ourselves? I'm just sitting here thinking that uh, Mr. Jeston has gone very kumbaya on us all because he's getting everybody sitting around in a circle <laughs> rather than rather than having, you know, traditional lines and... and, yeah. and uh, uh, ways of working um i think uh, though you're right that with the fact that people are going to be do whatever the new normal might be we're going to see a lot more um of remote working uh, taking place a lot more mobile working and uh, therefore the kind of traditional ways we may have organized things are not going to work in the future and um, I think there's a great deal of thinking and planning that's going to be needed and ditching a lot of the old ways that things were managed. So many of the old management theories we've had are going to have to get ditched and thrown away. Many of the uh, old organisational kind of ways of doing things are going to have to be ditched. I think that those businesses that don't actually radically think about things are probably going to be the ones who are not going to survive very well out of this yeah yeah i think it's certainly certainly people have been forced for want of a better word to work remotely and to work and to work from home which will i think will have introduced some organizations to that as a concept and it'd be interesting to see what longer term impact that has on the way we have businesses structured and the, and the way people work in the future you know when you when you find out you can get a lot accomplished in this way because you have to when we don't have to work like this at some stage in the future be interesting to see um what what is kept of what we've learned so far as we go forward but definitely from a sales point of view customers have been buying in a different way customers have been working in a different way 
And I think also, you know, get close to your customers. If you, if you specifically target certain industries or certain industry sectors, I think getting a few of your bright people together to brainstorm, what's this likely to mean for this industry sector? What might be happening? You know, obviously, if you're selling into the airline industry, if you're selling into retail, IT, telecoms, et cetera, so on and so forth, you will be at least able to consider some potential themes that are likely to be coming out as as things go forward i think it'd be very i'd be very very cautious of listening to anybody who seems to be able to convince you they know exactly what's going to be happen so i think to phil's point agility of organizations and agility of sales teams will probably become a, yeah. a core yeah. competence yeah. And yeah. just on another point on the intelligence gathering i think if i was a sales director i would be creating some sort of customer focus group, get hold of four or five key customers into a uh, maybe an online forum or even better into the office. Um, that in itself will lock them in. But to actually then sit them down and say, okay, what do we need to understand about how your world is changing? Uh, in days of old, uh, maybe companies would have invited a customer in to speak to the audience at a sales conference or something yeah. along similar lines. But that's probably not going to happen in the new world in quite the same way. But a, an online forum with key customers that can then be shared amongst the sales team so that they're listening to the customer's voice within their organization, I think that's, again, another uh, very useful piece of intelligence gathering. And it it bolts together, as I said, uh, it bolts together the customers almost as a retention strategy. Yeah, I think it'd have a lot. That's a great. That's a great idea. That's another diversity of thought, and actually, is probably the most important one. We, you know, with a recurring theme of the sales chat show. You know, ask your question, ask customers lots of questions about what's going on. Understand the customer's situation, customer's reality. You know, you might be in for some surprises. So definitely, that's a great idea to have that sort of customer forum. Yeah, I think your point, Phil, about not being able to predict the future is an important one and being agile to take into account whatever the future might bring us. Yeah. I've always thought that, uh, that, you know, we all know people who operate as futurists mm. and I love their job because it doesn't matter what they say, they're right. Um, because they can, <laughs> nobody's ever going to be able to prove that they were right or wrong in some sense. Um, but looking at, how the future, how we might need to adapt to things. And if you think about human beings, the, the whole way we've evolved to where we are now is because we've adapted to changing circumstances. Yeah. And so the, the, if we don't adapt to the world that we are going to find as a result of, uh, you know, whatever comes out of coronavirus, if we don't adapt to it, then we won't survive, whether that's in business or as human beings. Yeah. And so... Um, I think adaptability is probably the most important thing. It's the thing that got human beings where they are. Yeah. And I, I wrote something the other day about the fact that, you know, everybody's worried about the economic downturn that might or might not happen. Uh, the fact is we've had economic downturns throughout history and businesses have survived. Yeah. Um, and so it's thinking about what did they do to survive that's more important to learn from and what they did was adapt to the changing circumstances. Yeah. 
So we can't look backwards and say, well, you know, what we want to do is go back to work in our organization and do what we did before and and so on. Uh, yeah. What we all got to do is think about what do we do in whatever circumstances we find ourselves when we're, whenever we get there. There's a lovely Charles Darwin quote, isn't there, about it's not the – I think he said it's not the strongest or the biggest uh, animals that survive. It's those that are capable of adapting to change. Yeah, well, his survival of the fittest, uh, people kind of perhaps misinterpreted that, thinking that this was about, you you know, physical fitness. It isn't about physical fitness. It's about fitness to the circumstance that that organism is in. Yeah. So it's about, do you, it's a bit like a lock and a key. Do you, are you a, a, a key that fits the lock at that moment in time? And if you're not, yeah, then you're not going to survive. So it's about, fitting to the circumstances yeah not necessarily being fittest if you see what i mean absolutely i think it's often darwin stuff is often taken very sim- simply too simply by people i think as a you know yeah. so there's important to it. And, and and to go back to your your comment uh, graham about futurist i have a really good friend who's um who's a very prominent sort of speaker futurist and um if if, if i am uh, remembering correctly, I think his comment was that I don't predict the future. What I do is I identify trends, and then I ex- I encourage people to consider what those trends might bring, yeah. what might happen as a result of. So there has been a trend towards more remote, flexible working. You know, there has been a trend to using online virtual communication there has been a trend towards online buying and online retail there have been generational trends that are that are happening and i think some of those are probably going to be accelerated by what's happening now yeah and so that that's probably about what so what what trends are likely to affect your customer's business and your customer's industry we're not predicting the future like nostradamus allegedly very allegedly did but it is what what trends are likely to to influence the industry sectors that you're selling into have a discussion of trends with your customer focus groups and with your people and that will be Yeah, yeah. Great, a great a great conversation to have. If you follow Nostradamus, Simon, of course, you should remember that actually we, we don't exist at the moment because the world ended in 1978, apparently. Oh. Um, but other than that, um, you know, he yeah, was very good in the future. As, as, as a veteran of several end of the years, end of the civilization as we know it, events that have been predicted and forecast, I'm not too nervous of that just now. It no. has to be. It, no. <laughs> It has to yeah. be. It has to be said. But yeah, sure. You know, something as something as huge and impactful as as COVID nineteen across so many countries across the world is there will inevitably be some lasting impacts and some changes that take place as a result. And I think you know, get your smart people together, consider what they might possibly be, and consider how you would respond to those. But I, I'm absolutely with Phil. I think agility uh, and flexibility and trying to encourage that as a competence and as a behavior. And 
human beings like a certain degree of certainty um and it's going to be difficult to provide that so you know emphasize that that one thing you are certain about is you've got really great people working in your organization and if you get them working collaboratively together you'll be able to solve these problems and challenges or indeed take advantage of the opportunities that opportunities that come out as we go as we go forwards yeah, uh, guy. Any other closing closing thoughts, thoughts, ideas? Yes, on this I, I, I have uh, one more. I, I have, as you know, chaps, a uh, military background, and I'm very impressed with the state of your boots today, Graham. And you're standing up much straighter than last time, Simon. <laughs> um, but the, the the point I would make is that if a group of soldiers leaves the barracks, goes through a field goes uh, through a river, goes through houses and then a forest, it will change formation five times as it encounters each of those five different environments. And what it's doing, of course, is it's changing its formation, brackets, its organisation chart. It's changing its formation to make sure it's in alignment with its environment and the outcomes that still have to be achieved. So as I mentioned before, and Graham's also emphasised it, I think it's about being adaptable and flexible. It's not about putting together a comprehensive plan because it probably will not last uh, within a week, Um, but it's about being highly flexible and adaptable and being able to in military terms, you know, put together those five different formations within a day. Yeah, excellent. Graham, thoughts? Um, I'm just very grateful that uh, Phil noticed my shoes. (laughs) Excellent. They're they're looking much better. Thank you. Excellent. And there was uh, an an on um, linking to your opera acronym um, from earlier, Phil. um, And when I was in fast moving consumer goods, the organization I was in were were big fans of um, a concept called PDCA, Plan Do, Plan Do, Check Out, which came out of total quality management. And and although I'm I'm using this in quite a loose sense, I think to link to your point, you, you put a plan in place based upon the best information you have at the time. Yeah. Uh, which is the plan piece. The D stands for the doing. You then take action on the plan. You check and see how it's working. And then the act or adjust is what you do in response. And then you replan. And I think that's part of that agile. You yeah. plan based upon what you know. You take action on that plan. You check and see how you're doing. And then you act to make adjustments on that plan and fine tune. And I think that's the only thing that sensibly you are able to do. Um, but do, do you know one of the interesting uncertainty. one of the interesting things about that um, is that I saw a TV program a few years ago where they'd got this sort of uh, competition running with five or six teams, and they gave them a very detailed plan that literally took them the best part of two hours to put together before they got going on their challenge, and right at the last minute the TV people changed the plan, but four out of the five teams on the program basically said, we've spent two hours working on this. We're not going to change our plan. And I think that that in the, in the world of the future is, of course, going to be absolutely fatal. It's not about hanging on 
to the input that we put into a plan. It's about ripping the thing up and starting again with a new plan. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, thank you. Thank you very much for that. So thank you very much, folks, for listening listening to this episode. As as we said, you know, we're not able to make predictions about the future. That's that's not, not a capability we have. But we just want to kind of give you some thoughts about how you might need to think about what's likely to be happening in the short, medium and long term and and be able to respond effectively to that as it as it comes in. And uh, we've now got about 150 episodes in the sales chat show back sort of catalog that you can find from wherever you uh, access your podcast or you can find them all at the saleschatshow.com website. Um in these rather challenging times, we do want to wish you good luck and good selling. But most importantly, uh, please make sure you stay safe and are looking after yourselves and your folks. Thanks very much for listening. You have been listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at the Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. (laughs) 